Today's Gemara Megillah Daf Chof Dalit. All the learning for today's Shir Shmi is Choshenu. We saw Chaimim the Rosh Mirror. See the Dush Shain Dalas. We saw Shain Magal Mordech. We saw Shain Dalas. We saw Shain Dalas. Shemim Ben Chayes Shlomo Ben Levi Zava. They should all find their Shidduch Bekarev Mamish. Well, this Chos and Fuah Shleimah Shmuyas Ben Yefeder Rufal Avram Ben Rochel Hoidoyah Shem Shem Ben Chana Avigal Perol Bas Esther. And Men Ben Vegel Chaimim and Sarshlom Zidim Reis the Zorvas Knan Zidim Basim Basay Say Yisrael Ben Mintel Ezurut Shaleiv Shomer Zaviv Shaviv Shachan Shmuel Batila Tzim Chan Reis Mechayv Basina Diena Veshendino Sviv we pick it up on the very bottom of Chof Gimel Amid Beis after the Mishnah, beginning today's year with the new Mishnah. So when that reads in the Torah, it's never let it read less than three Sukkim. And he may not read more than one Pasuk for the Meturgaman, for the translator. Meaning, he has to pause after each Pasuk. He reads an entirety, minimum three Sukkim. And after each Pasuk, he pauses to let the interpreter, the Meturgaman, translate that Pasuk. And we turn over to Chavdal and Aleph. Ubanavi, when it comes to the Navi, Shleisha, when it comes to Navi, he can read three Pesukim, and let the Meturgaman translate three Pesukim. What's the reason? So Rashi in the top line speaks out, because when it comes to Navi, there's no Hayra, there's no Pesach you're learning from the Navi, so it's okay if a, maybe a minor nuance is missed in translation. Whereas when it comes to Taira, that there's the Mitzvah, that there's the Hayra, then you have to read each Pesach with each Pesach translated. Says the Mishnah further, if the three Pesukim from Navi are from three separate uh, three separate paragraphs then Kairin Echad Echad each one is read one by one run and then the Maturgman translates Medalgin Banavi Medalgin Bataira we're allowed to skip from one section of Navi to another section of Navi as we know commonly happens in the Haftairas we'll read from part here and then we'll read from part there that is allowed but in Taira that is not allowed but Kamu Medalgin how much you let us skip in the Navi Kedeshle Yifsek and Maturgman till the point that the Turgman would have to pause and Rashi points out what this means is the amount of time it takes to roll it that the Maturgaman would be able to translate in that amount of time. Meaning, as the Maturgaman is translating, you'll be able to roll it that amount, that small section. That is how much you are allowed to roll. That is how much you're allowed to skip. So says the Mishnah, first beginning with the first, says the Gemara, excuse me, in Chaptal and Aleph, Honey, Gibbal, Psukim, Kenegin, me, Amr Abasi, Kenegin, Teira, Nevi'im, and Eksubim. Kenegin, Teira, Nevi'im, Eksubim. And now the next part of the Mishnah, and this then obviously we saw yesterday, we also saw it's Kenegin, kind of Levi'im, Yisraelin, says the Gemara of Likrulim, Turgwin, Yisri, Pasik, Yachad. And you have to pause after each Pasik to let the translator translate. But in Navi, you can do three Psukim at a time. But if the three Psukim, in Navi, are three separate parishes, these separate paragraphs, says the Gemara, Going, what is an example of a paragraph being one Pasuk in Navi that would have to be read and translated one by one? So we see that there's three different sections, three different topics that are discussed back to back, and these would be ones that one would have to pause and let the translator translate between each and every one. Says the Gemara, Medalgin, Medalgin, we skip a Navi and not in Tayra very many. Asks the Gemara one second, Kairi Achrei Mois. And as Rashi points out, this is the Kaingadlan Yom Kippur. As we learned in Yuma, the Kaingadlan Yom Kippur would read first from Achrei Mois and then he would read, Vach Ma'asar Vakamidali. How is he allowed to do that? Asked the Gemara. He's skipping. 
Says Abaye, not a problem. Because one is a short skip. A short skip is allowed. A long skip is not allowed. Ask the Gemara one second. And the Mishnah clearly implies, says the Gemara, the obvious implication, which I'm sure I was bothering everyone when you read the Mishnah of it. Clearly, not like the Gemara. Because the Mishnah is clearly teaching us that that amount to skip, the amount that the Turkman could translate, as we quoted the Rashi at the end of the Mishnah, the amount that you could read in the Sefer, that's a Tidinavi, not in Tyro. So, how can they come out to read in Yom Kippur and skip, even if it is a small skip? Ella Omar Abayi explains Abayi like Kasha, Kan Binyan Echod. That when it's within one Indian, that's when the Mishnah and Yuma is discussing the Kohen is allowed to skip. When it's Shnei and Yanais, that's when the Mishnah says you're not allowed to skip. The Atanya, very important, as we look in Rashi, Rashi is Benichusa. Rashi is always keying in that generally Vatanya is a word that connotes a kasha, a question. Vatanya asks the Gemara, Rashi says, no, Benichusa, this Vatanya is a raya. Says the Gemara, Benichusa, you read it gently. Explains the Gemara Ba'atanya Metalgin Ba'atayra Bin Yenechon You're allowed to skip in Tayra one name You do Manavi Vishnein Yonim Like we just said Kan Bikan And each skip But also always Even when it's in one Indian in Tayra It can never be more That the Metalgin Is going to have to wait Tani Idoch Another price In Medalgin Menavi Lenavi Menavi Shal Shneim Asar Metalgin Mavachli Yilog Misay Vesayfer Litzchi Lasai Again just another thing That when it comes to skipping in Navi It can't be from Beginning to end So we're concluding That even though the Mishnah Perhaps connoted and implied And was Medayik That you cannot skip at all in Tayra The Gemara is concluding you know that is not true. You could skip in Daira. You just have to skip within one Indian. When it comes to Navi, you're allowed to skip two Indian and two topics. But even in Navi, it cannot be a large skip. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of Chavdal Ramad Aleph. The one that says the Haftaira in the Navi, he is the one that is, Pairis literally divides the Shema, which we saw yesterday meant that when someone comes late to Minyan and they miss Shema, what they would do is they would say Baruch Hu, they would say the first Bracha of Kaddish, the first Bracha of Shema, and then Shema, again as we pointed out a practice, which is not necessarily done nowadays, but says the, says the Gemara, Yes, says the Gemara. So one that does the Haftarah, he's one that's Pairi, says Shema, and and he davins when they say Chazar Sashat Shman Asrei, but if he's a child and he's not allowed to do those things, his father or his Rebbe goes on his behalf. Now the Mishnah continues, part number two. Katan Kairiba Taira Umitargim. But Katan is allowed to read Taira and Sibur, and he's allowed to be the Maturgaman and be the translator. Aval, ain't very sal Shema. He cannot divide the Shema. Veinoi Rilafneati. We can't down for the Amin. Veinoi says Kaba. We cannot dochen. Poicheach. That's part number two of the Mishnah, is dealing with a Katan. Part number three of the Mishnah is dealing with someone that is dressed inappropriately for tefillah, 
Vaycheach, literally Rashi learns, it means that his legs are exposed, other Rishonim learn that other parts of his body are exposed. Says the Mishnah, Pairis says Shema is not to divide the Shema, my target is not to be the interpreter. Avol Einoi Kair Batayri, you can't read in the Tayri, Veinoi Bilodnei you can't dive with the Amid, Veinoi Si Eskabov, you cannot dochen. And now the fourth part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah concludes, Suma, a blind person, Pairis says Shema, could be the one to divide the Shema, Umetargim, and he can translate, Rav Yudaimer, Koshla Rama, Iris says of you there's two types of blind people if you're blind then God forbid not you if one became blind later in life that's one thing but says of you if you were always blind then you're not allowed to be divided the Shema which we will see in the Gemara more. Just one Rashi, Rashi about eight lines to the bottom points out that the reason why Pairis Shema is a higher level Chiyov is because there's a bracha that you have to say. So says the Gemara, let's go to dissect the Mishnah piece by piece. My time, the first part of the Mishnah said that the Maftir, the one, the Maftir, the one does the Haftirah, he gets extra Kibudim, he davens Lamad, he's one at Tochas, etc. Why? Rapapa Amar, six lines to the bottom of Chavtal and Aleph says Rapapa, the reason is to give him kavod. And Rashi speaks out, what does that mean? Because he was the one that took a, a position that's not having kavod of Avtaira. We give him extra kavod by allowing him to do the practices in the Mishnah. Rabbi Barsimi Amar, another reason we should and Suye, because we don't want people to come to fight. As Rashi points out, Hadavar Bali Dimachlaikis, Ani Maftir, Hadavar Lodea Teva, I got Maftir, and you're Davni Vdamud. So, two different reasons either we give it to the person who does Haftira because to give him Kavod or to prevent fighting, which of course we see that fighting in Shul is not a new thing. But says the Gemara, might be naive, what is the practical difference between Rabopa and Rabbi between saying that the reason we're giving to the one that got the Haftira is because of Kavod or the reason is to prevent fighting? Says the Gemara, Ikamayu, the Abid Bechinam, the Nafkamina. The practical ramification is when one davens for the Amud for free. In such a scenario, according to the second answer of Rabbi Barasimi, since it's a job that is for free, therefore we're not afraid there's going to be a fight because it's a non paying job. But according to Rabbi, it's still a job of Kavoid, so we'll give it to the one that does Maftir. Says the Gemara Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah. And this is going to be a kasha on the second answer, Rabbi Arsimi, on the fact that we come to fight. Tonight, it's out of the Mishnah. If the katan is one that got the Aftairah, then the father or the Rebbe is the one that takes his place in Dhamma Salaam and etc. Asks the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that the reason, the impetus to give the extra items to the one that does the Aptairah is because we're afraid of fighting. Are we really afraid that a cousin is going to fight? That can't be the reason. Elamai says the Gemara back, Misham Kavoy, one second. Katamar Kavanu, is your cover that you can give to the Katan? Answers the Gemara. Eli could cover it up if it comes in Rabbah. You're right. The kid himself doesn't get honor, but you know who gets honor. The father or the Rebbe is the one that gets the honor. And similarly, as we turn over to Chavdal and Mabez, Hachanami can see Yavim and see Rabbi, the father or the Rebbe can fight on his behalf. And that is the reason. Why well, it's not a and the two answers of the Gemara stand, the answer of Rabbah, of Kavod, and Rabbah Rasimi, because we're afraid of fighting. And now we continue on Chabez Mabiz, the next part of the Mishnah, Bechayach, where he says Shema, one who has his legs exposed, one who's not dressed properly, he's allowed to read the Shema, but can't do other things. Katan Pecheach Mahu. What do we have two things coincide? We have a Katan, and he's a Pecheach, his legs are exposed. 
He's, is he allowed to read in the Torah? Now, what is the Havamina? Why would it be better if he's a Katan? So Rashi over here at the top points out that we think right now that the reason the issue is of Erva and the Katan perhaps does not have a din of Erva. A Katan is younger, so maybe a Katan, even though part of his body is exposed, we'd be more lenient. That is how Rashi explains the Gemara. Again, other Rishayin and the Lord Pachach differently they explain this Gemara differently. But says the Gemara, four lines down, Amr Aleh, Why don't you just ask if the kid is naked, if he's not dressed at all? Why are you asking only if he's partially undressed? Response to the Gemara. Aram, my time, Allah, You know why I didn't ask you about Aram? Because Kavit Zimmer, it's ridiculous to think they can have someone completely undressed in front of the Zimmer. Achanami says the Gemara, Mishim Kavit Zimmer, it's the same reason, and therefore we were not allow even a Katan whose legs are exposed to be any part of the davening, etc., aside from the part of Shema. Suma Pirates Shema, we continue in the Gemara six lines down that a blind person could indeed be the one to split the Shema. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Many people wanted to darshan the Maisim Merkava, the story of the chariot in Yecheskel going up to the Kisya and yet they never saw it in their life. So what do we see? Asked the Gemara. We see that without actually seeing something, it's possible to comprehend it. So ask the Gemara and Rabbi Yehuda, even one who, God forbid, is born blind, he should be allowed to say the bracha of Shema. Of course, the issue here is, what is the first bracha of Shema? Or Chiyetzer are. You're making a bracha that Hashem created the light, created the luminaries. And if you're born blind, if you said you don't have that benefit, how can you make that bracha? But ask the Gemara, we see clearly you can comprehend in Seichel, in Das, in mind. It's possible to comprehend without actually He's seeing something just like one would comprehend at some level of Meisim Merkavah, the chariots traveling up to the Kisya Kavoy. Responds to the Gemara of Rabbi Yehuda, Hasam Bab Nasa, the Lekatalia, Melsa. Over there by the Meisim Merkavah, it's Bab Nasa, it's on understanding. The Liba Talia Melsa. It's dependent in your, your understanding, your leave, your heart. Or I should say better in your mind. The, the, yes, in your. In your mind. Uh, therefore, so therefore you think about it, you delve into the matter, and you could comprehend it. But over here, the brachas on the luminaries and the light is on the benefit that one gets. And that is not something that one gets without actually seeing in his life. And therefore, says the Gemara, there would not be. Able to make that bracha. Says the Gemara back, what about the Rabbanon? For Rabbanon is the Anna. And the Rabbanon say, no, you do have Anna. Rabbi Yaisi, how do you have Anna? You're blind. Says the Gemara, like Rabbi Yaisi told us, the Tani of Rabbi Yaisi, called Yama Yaisi Mitztair Al Mikrozet. My entire life, I didn't understand the following Pasuk that says, Vahisi Pasuk in Devarim, Mimashmish Bizarayim, Shayimashmish Iver, Bahafila. And you're going to feel around in the dark like a blind man feels away in the dark, feels around in the dark. And Rabbi Yaisi was always bothered, explains the Gemara, Chiyachmach, Batlele Iver, Bainafila, Aira. If he's blind, who cares if it's lighter? Dark. What does it mean, like a blind man in the dark? It's he's blind. It doesn't make a difference to him. Rabbi Yisi explains at one time. I had the following story happen to me. Of course, always a ma'isa brings out the strongest. Pamachas one time Yisi malach miisha in night. I was walking in the darkness of the night. Vafila for Yisi suma shayim malach b'derech and I saw a blind person walking the road. Vavuka biyada. He's blind. Maybe one hand he has the walking stick. The other hand he's holding a torch. 
Amarti loy. I said to him, Bini, Avukazulamalacha. I said to him, my child, why do you need this torch? Amar Ali explains, calls the man, Javukabiyadi. Bene Adam As long as I have Avuka the torch, other people will be my eyes. They will see me and they will save me from the ditches, the thorns, and other issues. And therefore says Rabbi Yaisi, that's why the Chacham in hell, Jolana make a bracha, one who's blind even his entire life, and he never had benefit. He still can make a bracha, Yaitar. You know why? Because he gives him benefit. Benefit. The fact that other people could see and they could help him. And now we continue in the Mishnah and the wide lines of Chabdalad and Mabez. Now we get into Allah's of Birchas Koyhanim. A coin that his hand is blemished, he says, Kabab, he's not allowed to Dolchin. Even if his hands are colored. Colored with what? With satis, with a type of, it's called woad, a type of dye, excuse me. Similar to Tchelis explains Rashi, then you cannot dochen. Loi says kap of memnesha amistaklim bai, because everyone stares at your hands. Of course, everyone's wondering, but the kain's hands are covered. Okay, this is all one big revolving circle. You can't look at his hands because it's like kind of he covers his hands, so you don't look at them. But there is always this potential issue. We don't want to draw attention to the hands of the kain, and that would be the issue if there's a mum or colored etc. Said the Gemara Tana Mumin Shamru Mipe Befanav. Yadav Viraglov. These moments that we're discussing are on his fun of his face. Yadav and Raglov. Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Yadav Bohakneis. If his hands are Bohakneis, his hands are spotted. Lady says Kapov. Tanam Yachis if the rice Yadav Bukhanos. Lady says Kapov. Akumais Akushais. If his hands are bent forwards or they're bent to the side. Lady says Kapov. Amar Ravasi explains Ravasi. Chifni, Lai says Kapov. Says Ravashi, if someone is Chifni, if he's from a place called Chaifa, then he cannot talk in Tanami Achim. Or even though they have Lai Anche Beisham, Lai Anche Beis, Chaifa. Why not? Lai Anche Tevainim and not people from the place called Tevainim. Why? And they Shekar the Alphin, Ayn and Ayn and Alphin, they mispronounce the letters of the Aleph Beis, and Yoyer Hashem Panov and Lacha, they're going to pronounce it correctly with the Ayn at the Aleph, and that is the reason why he cannot talk in. Of course, a bit difficult nowadays, many of us do not. Have much of a difference in our Havara of Ayin and Aleph, but of course there is a real difference. Amrli Rav Chiel, Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe, El Moli Ato Levi, Posla Ato Menadochen. So Rav Chiel, besides Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe, if you were a Levi, you would be, if you were, excuse me, Yes, if you were a Levi, you would be puzzled from Dochnin. He's referring to the Dochnin, meaning the Levian singing on the platform in the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Because your voice is heavy, and that is a mom for a Levi. Also, Amar Leila Abua. Kali, Kali. So Shimon told his father, and Amrle, Zelay Malay, no, you should go tell him. You know, you should tell Rab Khia when you get to the purse and I'm Bekabel Hashem, Khakisila Hashem, I hope to Hashem. Lord I'm sorry, he's Mikhaif Gadif. You do not find anyone to help you. You should tell him that that is not the right way to talk, and part of the reason is because he said the word Chakisi, he would mispronounce the Ches and the Hey, and it would sound like Chakisi, that you're hitting Hashem, and that's what he told him what? You did it incorrect. Amr Avuna says, Ravuna Zavligon. Loisa is Kapov. Zavligon is a kind with very teary eyes. He cannot talk in. Ask the Gemara one second. There was one in the neighborhood of Ravuna. And he would talk in even though he had teary eyes. Ravuna didn't say anything. 
says the Gemara, no, he lived in the city, and therefore what? People were familiar with his deformity, people were familiar with his eyes always tearing, and therefore we're not worried people are going to come stare at him. That is why it is permissible. We have a similar price, then it is Ask the Gemara one second. The, excuse me, the Davi Bar is Yade. There was a one that was blind to one eye, and he took it. Answers the Gemara. How does Avira Yava? He lived there, and everyone knew. Tanami Hachi. So Machs made a list. It's Kabbalah. Very Dash Avira. He mutter again because the issue here is we don't want people uh, staring and gazing at the Kayanim, and therefore if he lives in the city and everyone knows what he looks like, it is no problem. Now we conclude the Mishnah with Rabbi Yudah Imer Misha Yadav Sevu Ois Lisas Kabbalah's answer died. Tanu learned in the Mishnah. Roi Ban Sheir Melachlamikach. Mutter. If it's a whole city of painters, a whole city that works with dye, and therefore the fact that his hands are all blue and dyed is not abnormal, and everyone looks that way, then it's not an issue. And therefore, you would be allowed to dochin. And let's just start the Mishnah, says the Mishnah. If so, it says, I'm not going to daven in my wearing colored clothing. We don't even let him daven in white clothing. And the Gemara will explain. If he says they won't daven in sandals, we don't let him daven even barefoot. Sakana. If you make your tefillin rounded, it's sakana. You can push it into the head. If anybody misses, you don't get a mitzvah. Nos now mitzvah. You put tefillin on your forehead. Oyal bas yadai on your palm. Harisa derech minas that is not bikarsis. Sivan zav and nos now base unkeli. If you cover the tefillin with gold or you put on the sleeve, shaloi of your sleeve. Harisa derech chatzion achitzonim. This is the way of holy people, and you should not do that. Says the Gemara. My daima. What's the reason? That, if you said, I'm not going to dive in, in colored clothing, we don't even let you dive in, in white clothing, Chayshima, Perhaps he's a man, perhaps he's a, he's a heretic, and therefore we don't let him dive in. And Rashi points out over here because the meaning with Davin in non-colored clothing. So if he says, I'm not going to dive in colored clothing, and similarly, I'm not going to wear sandals, we're worried, wait, maybe this guy's a min, and therefore we don't even let him dive in if he's not wearing those entities. And we'll conclude with the Gemara that says, says the Gemara, two lines to the bottom, if you're telling it, you're telling the need to be square, and says, not only do they have to be square, but rather the stitching and the diagonal that is also a halacha l'moshe misinai. Amr Abba Masis Davida Ki Amzuga. So says the Gemara one second, but our Mishnah seemingly implied that it's okay if it's not square. So Rabbi explained Masis Davida Ki Amguza. It was made round like an ot or a nut or an egg, and therefore. Therefore, there is no reason we could learn from the Mishnah to anything in the Brisa that the tefillin must be square. And that's what we're going to conclude over here. Again, just uh, this, this, last, uh, this last detail, the Mishnah is saying that it was a kasha. Why did the Mishnah say that the tefillin can't be round? And the Brisa seemingly said the same thing, it has to be square. So the Gemara is answering the fact that the Mishnah said it can't be round does not necessarily teach us it has to be square. We'll pick it up for the next Mishnah, dealing with Berch's Kehanim in the next year, Mir Tzashem.